This is a podcast from the Business Times. For many investors, gold is looking well golden right now in early December. The precious metal just touched an intraday record of over $2,100 an ounce, thanks in part to its haven status. The more volatile the world gets, the better gold tends to do. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips to help you on your money-managing and wealth-growing journey. I'm Howie Lim. And helping us to figure out gold's place in our portfolio is Robin Sui, APEC Gold Strategist and SPDR Gold Sales Specialist, State Street Global Advisors, SPDR. Thanks for your time, Robin. Hello, thanks for having me. So spot gold hit an all-time high on the 4th of December, prompting debate over where the precious metal will go next. In a nutshell, what kind of a year has gold had? Feels like you might have whiplash. <laughs> so in a nutshell, I think gold this year has probably surprised many investors as the price remained quite strong against, if you look at some of the traditional macro headwinds, such as rising interest rates in the normal and real terms, and also the strength of the US dollar during the year. Gold price, if you look at this year alone, from a performance perspective, it's up by about 11% year to date. It reached an all-time high early in December of 2,150 per ounce, breaking its previous record high that we saw um, during COVID. All in all, what drove gold price higher has been the market volatility, the geopotentials that we had in October, and just uncertainty across the monetary and fiscal policy helped push gold price higher. And more importantly, I think fundamentally, we saw record central banks buying. And from a physical level, we saw very strong physical demand and also jury demand that has been surprising to us as well. So all these factors help gold to weather a very challenging macro environment, such as, as I mentioned before, rising interest rate in 2023. There's all this chat about the Fed maybe cutting rates starting March 2024. That's really increased traders' confidence. But gold's been known to price in monetary policy expectations prematurely. I mean, that's what's been happening for the past two years, right? What can investors expect then? It probably tests record high in the last week, early uh, this week as well. But there has been some selling because I think technically gold has reached quite an overbought territory a few days ago. But we do think that maybe heading towards year end and maybe next year in Q1, there is possibility to retest again. If the US Treasury yield continues to decline, if we see continued weakness in the dollar, on top of that, if we see some sort of increase in market volatility where markets could be pricing the chance of lower probability of high for longer going forward. There is possibility that gold can retest the record high again. If the new economic data in the US shows that inflation is declining faster than expected, and we're seeing that the US economy is slowing, then certainly there'll be more demand for gold from an inflation perspective. Potentially, that could push gold price to retest the record high that we saw in early December. But I think the Fed's rate cuts expectation is quite important as well. We do expect the Fed to cut about 100 basis points in 2024. So we're actually in line with the market that we expect the Fed to cut rates. And that in turn should benefit gold prices because historically a declining rate cycle has been beneficial for gold prices. So we do think that probably heading to Q1 next year, there's possibility that gold can retest the all-time high that we saw early in December. Um, you're correct. Gold historically has had a very strong inverse correlation with monetary expectations. 
and also the changes in the 10-year U.S. Treasury yields. And we probably expect the trend to happen, to continue to happen. We continue to expect that real yield expectations, the changes in the expectation of interest rate, continue to be one of the major drivers of gold prices heading into 2024, because that will impact the flows uh, into the U.S. dollar and also the flows into equities and bonds as well, including some of the defensive assets like gold. It's very important for investors to not only look at the interest rate expectations, but to look at other macro factors such as market volatility and also the rise in geopolitical tensions going forward that could dictate more of the gold prices going forward. I think a classic example this year is that beside the recent rally that we had because of the rate expectation rate cuts next year, majority of the gain that we saw this year was actually driven by increase in market volatility. For example, during March and May, when we saw the U.S. banking crisis, gold price spiked up 10%. And then in October, when we saw the tensions in the Middle East, that was driven by the spike in geopolitical tensions and gold price spiked up about 9% during that time. So all in all, we do think rate expectation continued to be a strong driver of gold, but investors do need to consider the potential rise in market volatility and also the geopolitical tensions that we expect to see, given that the number of elections in 2024 including Taiwan in January and then the US in November, that would create more uncertainty from a market perspective and investor perspective. Still to come, how will gold do in 2024? Does it have a place in your portfolio? More with Robin in a moment. Join senior correspondent Ben Paul for his analysis and insight on market trends and corporate issues in Singapore in Mark to Market, a podcast series based on his weekly column in the Business Times, every second Monday of the month, with your trusted partner for financial information. Go to bt.sg slash podcasts to download or listen wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Money Hacks from the Business Times. Robin, we were talking about continuing market volatility and what that will do to gold. Thing is, gold's always been seen as that safe haven asset, that risk diversifier, right? Given what's been happening, that still holds true? We, we do think gold is a classic ultimate diversifier. Obviously, we saw that last year when gold price was flat, but it outperformed global equities and global bonds by about 18% last year. So it comes down to the fact that gold has had real low correlations to equities and bonds in the past. So that makes gold unique in the sense that with its low correlations, it is a safe heaven as a class. So when equity goes down, gold able to provide the hedge against equities. And surprising to all, actually, gold has very low correlations to fixed income as well. And that's why in 2022, gold has been able to outperform fixed income. And this year as well, gold has able to outperform fixed income during a rising environment. So gold, what we consider is the ultimate safe haven because of its history and also its liquidity profile. But at the same time, gold is an investment as well. Um, surprising to many, if you look at gold historical yearly returns since 1971, when gold became unpacked to the US dollar or vice versa, gold has actually returned about 7.5% annually. So that's actually on par with global equities during the past 30 or 40 years. So surprisingly, even though gold doesn't pay a yield uh, in terms of the dividends, gold capital appreciated potential is actually quite large looking at the historical returns that we've been seeing in the last 40 to 50 years. And its high liquidity status, Robin, not been affected or compromised by the current economic and political uncertainty? 
Yes, I think gold, it's, it's loved by, I guess, central banks and institutional investors because it's highly liquid. If you look at the liquidity of gold, it's actually on par with some of the major global currency debt and equity markets, such as the S&P 500. So gold liquidity, it's a key component in its role as a reserve currency among central banks and also as a source of liquidity for investors globally. And if you look at this year, driven by the current economic uncertainty and political uncertainty, gold's liquidity trading volume actually spiked this year. So we look at the figure year to date, gold has been trading on average about 162 billion US dollars per day. And that's quite large. And that has been about 23% spike compared to last year. So definitely we've seen a jump in OTC trading in London. We've seen a jump through the exchanges in ETFs. And we've seen a jump in gold featured exchange in the US through COMEX and also in China as well. China has been quite a strong buy of gold because of the uncertainty that we're seeing in China as well. So all in all, there has been a spike in liquidity and trading volume because of this uncertainty we've been seeing throughout the year. What about first regular Joes? How much should we allocate to gold given its stability, but perhaps comparatively less than stable returns? And also as economies recover and stabilize, gold kind of doesn't look so attractive anymore, right? Yes, yes. We sort of expect growth to decline, but obviously we don't expect a major recession by the US because I think they have potential to cut rates to stimulate the economy. But based on our research, we do advise investors to hold about 5 to 10% of a long-term allocation in a well-diversified portfolio. So for example, in a 64 portfolio. Because based on our research, having that long-term allocation can actually improve the overall sharp ratio, which is the risk adjusted return, and also lower the portfolio volatility over the long term. So we don't really advise investors to allocate 40 or 50% in gold. We do advise somewhere between 5 to 10% allocation can actually improve the performance. And if the economy recovers and stabilizes, gold does not necessarily will lose its shine because when we think about gold as an asset class or what drives gold globally in terms of demand, yes, 40% comes from central banks and investment. But the other 60% actually comes from jewelry and industrial. So when we see economic recovers or when we see a positive economic cycles, there will be more demand for jewelry, more demand from the technology sectors, more demand from the industrial sectors, which require gold as a component. So gold can actually benefit during a full economic cycle because it's quite unique in a way that gold is both an investment and a consumer good as well. That's why it makes gold quite unique in a way that it has very low correlations to other financial assets. Okay, give us the bullet. What's gold's outlook for 2024? How should we position ourselves? Obviously, we, we do advise very strategic allocation to gold. But looking ahead to 2024, I think there's three main drivers we do believe that gold can continue to test its record high. One of them is the shifting of monetary policy in the US, where we expect the Fed to start to pivot from raising rates, even to cut rates next year. So when the Fed do start to cut rates, on average, gold can do very well because lower interest rate cycle can benefit gold prices. So that sense, we expect gold price should benefit if the Fed starts to cut rates in line with our expectation, market expectations. Another key point is that we do expect the US dollar to continue to weaken. The rate cut scenario in the US could spur more interest in other non-interest currency like the pound, the euro, and potentially the yen, uh, where BRJ might start to pivot from the negative interest rate. 
So the weaker US dollar can benefit gold price because of a historical strong inverse correlation as well. And don't forget, next year in the US, we have the elections, still the political standoff, and also the debt ceiling, which is ongoing, that will occur in 2025. So that could potentially impact the performance of the US dollar and benefit gold price because of its safe haven status. And lastly, we do expect very strong investment demand through the central banks, through the physical demand, and also the ETF. We expect ETF demand to be quite strong next year as well, because the central banks will start to pivot from raising rates that will spur more demand into gold ETFs. That's our expectation for 2024. So all in all, we expect a very positive year going into 2024. Robin Sui, APEC Gold Strategist and SPDR Gold Sales Specialist, State Street Global Advisors, SPDR. Thank you very much. And to be clear, gold is a good investment for some, but it might not be the right move for everyone. If maximizing the growth of your investments is a priority, for example, then gold's probably not for you. It's considered a low-risk, safe-haven investment, not one that really offers high returns. Be sure to bear that in mind. Next time, it'll be a brand new year, so forget 2023. And let's make some money in 2024. This has been Money Hacks by The Business Times. I'm Howie Lim. Till next time. This is a podcast by The Business Times. Find more BT podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is meant to provide general information only. SPH Media accepts no liability for loss arising from any reliance on the podcast or use of third parties' products and services. Please consult professional advisors for independent advice.